This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport fan network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Uh, good evening, everyone. It's called it's twenty to eleven in the evening, Friday night. The weekend begins here. We are victorious. Premier League Wolverhampton Wanderers have knocked out Northern Premier League, Premier League. Um, Chorley from the non-league by a goal to nil, and um, it wasn't pretty, uh, but we. Have got through as I'm as always on extra time. The post match phone in show. I'm joined by my host Amy. Hi, Amy. How are you? Hi, Dave. I'm all right. Thanks. I'm feeling a lot better after a win because it feels like it's been a while, even though, oh. even though it's well, two weeks, it's two weeks since the Palace game, wasn't it? In the cup. Absolutely, yeah. It's it's come round very very quickly, hasn't it? Of course. So I am um, just about dried my tears after um, Saturday for this evening. So, um, but yeah, we've won. We've won a game. Hurrah! <laughs> what did you uh, What did you make of the uh, of the performance? Um, and how would you rate that performance? Performance wise, it wasn't very good at all. Um, especially in the second half. So second half syndrome strikes again. But they did have the possession of the ball, which helped them. And so I'd probably say, let's go five out of ten for the performance. But that being said, that was exactly the type of game I thought it was going to be. Um, I The last live football game that I went to was actually a non-league game. Um, Stourbridge, who are, I think, two divisions below the standard that Chorley are at. And the the way that football is at that level is just completely different to Premier League football. So the game was exactly how I thought it was going to go. Um, I hoped it would have been a gold rush after the 11th minute strike, wonder strike, but unfortunately it wasn't. But we won, clean sheet, 
through to the next round. So that's positive. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean that that is the part I don't. I've got, I mean uh, Lee here on that is giving it a rating of three point five. On my reaction, which I do straight after the game, my short reaction, I've given it a four point five. Um, and there were people giving it twos and threes. But like you say, we've got through. Vettina, that was a great strike. That was one the one moment of quality in the whole game from Wolves. Uh, I think I personally thought the keeper should have done better. I think it caught him a little bit by surprise. And it's sweet. It's sort of sweet. Mm. Off, did it? Uh, Thomas has got a question for you here before we get to our first caller. <clears throat> Amy, did you get the uh, the champagne out? Lol. No, I did not. I um, I'd I'd like to think that it the champagne is being saved for a bigger occasion. Who knows? Might be the FA Cup final. FA Cup final. Well, <laughs> we're going to be uh, joined by Minnie, Amy, and her dad, Ria, and they're going to come on first of all. Let me just change the background. So it works when I bring them introducing the career. So here you are. It's Ria and Dad making your second appearance and your first first up today. Yeah. So um, first off, before we talk to Dad, Ria, give us your thoughts and rating. Well, uh, I thought today was um, not as good as we could have done. And overall, I think it was a 5 out of 10 performance. Half. Yeah. And what, yeah. what do you think? I, I think we was poor. Mm. I think I expected, like once we got the first goal, I expected us to kick on, dominate the game, maybe win three or four nil. But um, the way the way we played, you know, especially the strikers, I think Catrone and Silva were very disappointing. They offered very little. They couldn't make the ball stick. We'd feed it into him, and time and time again, especially Silva, was losing the ball. We couldn't get anything going, because, but by the time we got it up to him, we lost it again, and then they just knock it long. He was back defended on the edge of our area, heading things out, heading things out. Yeah, then maybe we'd get it again, string a couple of passes together, get it into Silva or Catrone, lose possession, rinse and repeat, long ball, edit out, edit out from the edge of the box. If they are going to make nothing stick, we are going to get up the pitch. So we brought Traore on, brought Neto on to try and run us up the pitch because we couldn't pass our way up. Yeah. And that, they had some impact and we did improve a little bit, but not a substantial change. It was just a general poor performance all around. Uh, Gary Pumpoutney is uh, probably agreeing a lot with you. And I, I said a little bit on my reaction. At times it felt like we were playing with nine men because the, 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 the front two seemed a bit non-existent. Yeah. Uh, Gary Pony said the forwards, the forwards don't seem to link with the midfield at the moment. Too much passing for the sake of it. Yeah, yeah it's just fair. passing in defence, midfield. We need to get it up, create chances and score. Yeah, we kept the ball. In, in the first half, I think we had something like 82% of possession. Yeah. But we did. that was largely Bolly, Cody, Kilman, Ledonka, Matinho, Uber, Aguilari, Dendonka. Cody, Bolly. Then once we got into the final third, it fizzled out. Yeah, then, then that... we'd get it at the ball again. We'd keep the ball, keep the ball, maybe string 10 passes together, get it to the final third, fizzle out, and then repeat, repeat, repeat. And the only the only moment of quality, like you say, Dave, was Bettina's shot, yeah. which was a, a cracking Swerved. strike. And that, I that think he caught us all by surprise, didn't it? That, yeah. that shot. Well, not me. Yeah. Because I'll tell you he why, <laughs> when, when he put it up and he turned, I said, he's going to shoot, he's going to shoot, he's going to yeah. shoot, and he hit it, and it flew in. So I'm 
I, I saw it coming, Dan. <laughs> well, Ben Whitehouse, Amy, and um, and Ria, um, he say he's probably quite an interesting little statement. We finally played two strikers, but we didn't have any wingers to put the crosses in. That's right. Because... Before we've had the wingers and no strikers in there. Yeah. Do you think Eight Nori did lose the Eight Nori did lose the ball in quite a few circumstances yeah. where I think he should have played it played it on a bit more and trusted himself a bit better. So I do think that you, you say about I found Catroni. Oh my god, my cat's just trying to get up behind me. Your What's cat. It? Sorry, but I do think that Catroni for me was very, very disappointing tonight. I think you say about mention about Silver, but I do think Silver did actually get the ball, whereas I don't think Catroni really touched the ball in the first half at all. He had that one shot which he should have done yeah. better with at the end of the first half, but I do think that. I don't know, eight Nori for me. He should have he should have been doing more. He re, for me tonight, he really should have been doing more. So he was a bit of a disappointment. If the wing backs should be acting as your wingers, if you're playing with a five-three-two, that's Hoover and eight Nori should be the ones providing the crosses. They've got the the guys behind him in a back three to give them the freedom to get forward to put the crosses mm. in. Like so Kobe was doing Kobe was doing his trademark passes, but they weren't. They were. You think if. Doherty had been in playing that in that position yeah. like last year, they would have been on the end of it. But tonight, these passes were just lost, which was yeah. because yeah. Kobe looked so much more comfortable. And I think Bolly Kilman and Kobe look they looked so much more comfortable tonight back at, into their tradition, the traditional formation that we're so used to. Yeah. But going up front, there was the lack of confidence on the ball up front, which is where yeah. I think it was let down. Yeah. Um, so, but I do think when Neto came on and that they looked a lot more comfortable. Um, and I think that shows they've had more game time, et cetera. So I think, I mean, the perform we can all agree the performance, especially against Chorley, wasn't great. So um, <laughs> there's definitely an improvement. Do it all, Sop. He's basically backing up that, what you've just said on that. Yeah, the wing backs, uh, he says, was shocking tonight. Mm. Um, I, I, you know, I mean, what do you... Um, just obviously before we come on to your man of the match and we get on to the next caller, um, guys, uh, rear and dad, uh, what did you make about the Chorley pitch? Uh, you and Eugene saying it was poor and who was your man of the match? My man of the match was Bolly, won all of his aerial duels, a very, very good performance tonight. Yeah, and we, we relied on him heavily, didn't we, Bolly? I think yeah. if Bolly weren't there tonight, if he was injured like he was a couple of weeks ago... Yeah. We'd have struggled even more with so many balls being put into the box. Bolly's aerial presence is a, a massive plus for us in not just against Chorley in a lot of games. We rely on Bolly to win the ball in the air. Kilman and Cody were steady as well. You know, they did their fair share of the dirty work, you know, getting the ball clear and winning the tackles. But um Bolly, you know, is imperious in the air when and when he's on form, he's one of the best centre halves in the Premier League, and I think he's underrated. Yeah, and um, with the pitch, it was all bumpy and the oh. ball was coming up and very hard to it's difficult. play on. It's, yeah, it's difficult to play good football on that surface, mm. is it? We can all agree it's difficult to get the ball down and play. But still, when we got the ball into that final third, there was a lack of creativity, yeah. a lack of movement, a lack of imagination, a lack of runs. You know, people just offering a run for somebody to slide them in. So I don't think we can use the pitch as an excuse for our lack of good play in forward areas. Yeah. Well, I think you've summed that up right because you've got Thomas Howard here uh, that's uh, saying you're right, and there's a few people that agreed with that. 
Uh, Chaotic Ranger says, can't use the pitch state for an excuse for that performance. Um, and Ann Walker is basically saying hi to Dad and R. I think you've done another great job of coming on and uh, talking about the game. And um, and then we go on to uh, to Chelsea on Wednesday. That's yeah. going to be interesting, isn't it? Yeah, you've yeah. got, you got to stick with the five at the back for Chelsea. You've got to stick with Definitely. the five. Do you, know, do, you know, do you know what? I think the fact that he's gone three at the back tonight against Chorley, because the manager of Chorley was saying after the game they expected Wolves to start with four. I think that tells you that we're going back to three at the back. And I think you've got to go back to basics. I don't say there's, I don't particularly think there's anything bad with us trying to play four at the back. But he, he's tried to do that. We've had all these injuries and he's been trying to fit, uh, you know, round pegs into square holes. You need to get back to getting some point. We, we need to win four games out of the next 19 and a few draws and we're, we're safe. So we can do that, can't we? Yeah. We can do that. That's fine. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for uh, for joining us. And you're you're you. on, you on first, so you're on like bang on it. So you're on first uh, tonight. And all the best to you. And we, uh, we might see you again on at, at Chelsea. Yeah. yeah. Mini, Chelsea, Amy, we go to Stamford Bridge. Mini Amy and Dad. Take care. <laughs> oh, they're lovely. They are lovely. <laughs> Right, so next up, making his debut, a big supporter of the channel, and he buys a lot of samosas. Oh, um, hello. We've hello, got Merv Bennett. Have you got some of that? He's got his you know, vino, has got his vino. <laughs> tell you what, because you know my dad always loves Ryan Bennett. Well, there's three of them in your house, isn't there? Where he's adopted Bennett now. That's that's <laughs> the substitute Bennett. And you're making your debut tonight. So, Amy, go ahead and uh, you can do this one with Merv and have a little chat. So, Merv, so Merv, what were your what were your thoughts on this evening? How how did you feel? First half, second half, full time. <laughs> my thoughts were typical wolves. We just we just make hard work out of. Yep. Everything, yeah. You know, but, just giving the ball, just giving the ball, keeping keep the ball. Don't give it away. Simple things, but we just don't seem to be able to do it. Why? The players, so the, who, the, who, the players are there. Who did you find um, most frustrating in that circumstance tonight, or who did you? Who who was it that really you couldn't get your head around? Well, the the, the front two, obviously. You know, you got one who's out of his depth and another lad who don't want to be there. So that that's a non-starter for before we begin, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So you know, so, just, just we we just everything just broke down like as we got further up the pitch. So I'm yeah. passing sideways again and oh so what would you what would you what would you like to see them do differently? How would you like to approach it in a different way? Just get like I say, get back to basics. We've got Hopefully, Big Chops, which is a fantastic name for a channel. He says, because this would make me laugh, what do we do at half-time break? Listen to the Smiths and do knitting and we come out so slow. I mean, I think he's got a point, to be honest, because I don't know about you, Merv, but it's feel, felt a bit like second-half syndrome again is what we've been. We had second-half syndrome last season, which is very positive, 
But this season, well, we seem to be on the flip side with the second half. Yeah. So, yeah. so I don't really. I, again, maybe they are. Maybe they are playing knitting and stuff at half time. I don't know. But um, well, you know, it's like when we played Stoke in the well, like the Coca Cola Cup. I call it some that all. They just didn't want to play, did they? They turned up and didn't really give it their all, and it it just feels the same. It's when. Wolves played Ensford, Ensford from Ensford, Ensford Town, uh, when we had a pre-season a couple of years ago, and they played the under twenty ones, and they thumped them six one. The under twenty ones mm-hmm. did. So yeah, half of me thinks, well, play, some players are hungry for it. They just they, don't seem to want to know, do they? I, I I do think they do think there were glimpses, and I do think that they they. I'm not saying that the performance was great because I don't think it was at all, but I do think that they came out and there was glimpses of them being more compact and more united compared to what we've seen recently and I do think that goes back to the back to basics at the back but again I think it's just the final the final third just wasn't working tonight and I think that was fundamental because they've kept a clean sheet which has been a long time coming to be honest and John Ruddy Well, yeah, to me, John Ruddy was my man of the match tonight. I, do. I gave Ruddy my man of the match as well because he made some cracking saves. That save that he made, um, the header. Yeah, I mean the, the the first header coming across, he was in the right place. He caught it, but that second header, he was going backwards and tipped it over the bar. His reactions were there, which was good to see for John because when we played him, when we played the uh, in the League Cup, he made that mistake. And he looks solid tonight. So I gave him my man of the match as well, Amy, interestingly yeah. enough. But I do think, though, it's frustrating it is. I'd rather be sat here having won and having a few grumbles about the performance than them having um, outplayed Chorley to the death and then just them just getting a sneaky last-minute header. Oh, yeah. I couldn't really imagine off. if we'd have lost tonight. That, no. That so, and I think, you know, there was... For, Going into that game, obviously everything that happened last weekend with the Alvin game and all the kind, the, all the negativity that was going round, it was tough for him to come out tonight. And as you know, they're professional footballers or whatever, but they came out and what they said on BT Sport is it wasn't a pleasant performance to watch, especially as Wolves fans. But it was a very professional performance in terms of how they handled the game and how they handled the occasion because that for Chorley was their final, so yeah. they had nothing to lose. Is my is my take on it as well. So yeah, I did say, didn't I? I did that little tweet and I did my Instagram where I said, I hope we can win four 0 because we can say we won four three on aggregate. Um, well, I had a nightmare the other night. Goal, we lost, so. Hang on, no, it still don't work. Is it away goals? <laughs> and just before we uh, move on to the next uh, uh, caller. Um, Adam Nixon saying Catroni and Silva did well tonight, social distancing and staying two metres apart from each other player. Oh, I think that they were saying that on the commentary, that they seemed to be too far apart from each other. They didn't seem to work as a two, did they? Nope, not no. at all. They've not got any chemistry or... There was well, just they've only known each other a week, didn't they, really? Yeah, so... Well, well, and what was your rating of the overall rating of the uh, the performance, Mer? Before we uh, move on to uh, an angry man coming next, three, three, three and a half, three point five. 
3.5. Yeah, I, think, yeah, I gave it 4.5. Amy's giving it 5.5. I think everyone's around that mark tonight. And the point five not, is the goal. It's been not too bad coming on, has it? Um, it's, it, that, that's helped, really. Yeah, not too bad. Well, we'd like to see more of you, Merv, so hopefully you'll be on again. I told you it wouldn't be too bad, did I? No, you, you, you've been good. Thanks. And if, if you want to get on the show, like Merv's braved it tonight with his uh, Portugal Wondrous top on, all you have to do is send a message. Oh, yeah, Amy's got hers on. Send a message to the Always Walls Facebook page and uh, the admins over on that page will send you the link and how to get on the show. Uh, and, okay, um, after obviously we're here tonight, but we will be back after the uh, the Chelsea game on Wednesday night as well. So, Merv, thanks for joining us. Good to see your little yeah. face. Have you still That's got awesome, any photos left from Manny? Uh, no, they didn't last long. I'm, I'm looking forward to the next lot. Yeah, well, I'll probably end up delivering them to your house again. I think he's probably put me on your route. <laughs> so, anyway, Merv, you, thanks for joining us tonight. And uh, now you've got the debut out of the way. It's not going to be so hard in the future. No, no, I've got, got my first goal. He's not be fine now. <laughs> All right, mate. Lovely. Catch you later. Thank you. Thank you Bye. So, uh, Merv, a lovely chap. Um, and... Um, is uh, as I say, he's got two young sons as well, and his name's Bennett. So my dad uh, have met they met him, and uh, he couldn't believe he got three Bennett's round him. Uh, <laughs> next up, we've got Jason, uh, who is apparently not in a happy, not a happy bunny. So this might be fun. Hello, Jason. Here he is. Listen, Dave, Amy, I am the biggest happy clapper going. You never yeah. see me like a former players. You never see me uh, slagging off current players ever, do you? On social media, have you ever seen me do it? No, you're positive. positive. Top guy, raise a lot of money for, uh, for for breast cancer awareness as well. Got a great Let, podcast. Thank you. Let me tell you something right. Never, ever, nobody, never, ever take the piss out that 1986 team again. Right. So we're all going on about, we lost 3-0 to Chorley. Let me tell you something, and this is facts now, and this is absolute facts. That 1986 team would have beat this team tonight. The Chorley one and the Wolves one. Right. Look at what we've got up top tonight. Right. Patrick Catroni. I can't have this. He loves the pizza. He loves the pasta. The lad. Tragic. Right. Listen, I've said this to you before. Catroni. He gesticulates when he misses. He's like this. Oh, oh. And everyone buys into it. It's all a big act, right? Listen, he is not he's not the answer. Fabio Silva, 35 million quid. I put on Twitter tonight, more facts. I put on Twitter tonight that if he's worth 35 million, the electrician that played up front for Chorley is worth 40 million. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. He might have a, he might have his own company, which is worth millions. Well, listen, the, the reality is tonight, that was re both of you, that was, that was really poor. Chaotic Rager really, really is, is, is said, Catroni looked so uninterested. And I was saying, I didn't think he, he felt like he didn't want to be there. Look, look, like I said about Catroni, they've got this song about him, yeah. And it was like, and I said this to you last week about VO Guinea, VO, VO, no end product. And Catroni's the same. We've got to stop believing in him. 
he's he, you know he's a he's a Bob Varson, he's whatever, he's a have a hard flow. That's what he is. He, it's a fact he's Frankowski. We can't butter it up because Frankowski was a missing piece of the jigsaw. Well, but but we're all buttering it up because we've got this great song about him. This is facts. He is never and if they can't do it tonight against Chorley. They should be going out tonight thinking, you know what? I'm going to score at trick tonight. I'm going to score two goals. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Look nothing. They look disinterested. I just, come on. That, that is the reality of tonight. We should have seen that out of sight. 3 4 now. Well, I've, yep. got to, I've got to say, I said in my reaction um, straight after the game, like my instant feeling, I felt like uh, the defence was probably the best part of our team tonight. It, the midfield couldn't string passes together and the and the two up front it felt like they were not there. It felt like at times we were playing with nine players. You did and do you know what? You look at the Chorley attacks they had and their strikers look more lively than ours. And you know, someone actually put about the surface, right? So the playing pitch. And there was oh the pitch isn't great, you know, you've got to give them this, you've got to give them that, you've got to give them nothing. If you pay thirty-five million pounds for a player you should be able to score a hat-trick on an ice rink. And that is the truth. Are you telling me that because there's a few bubbles on the pitch, that pitch wasn't even that bad? That pitch was not, it wasn't it's a Premier League pitch. We've seen it's not a Premier League pitch, but I don't think we can, we can't blame the pitch for the lack of anything up front. How can we blame the pitch? Right. We, we just can't. There, there, there's no excuses for tonight's performance. I love Nuno. In Nuno, we trust. Nuno's the man for the job. I agree wholeheartedly, right? However, you've got to look at the team that he puts out. That team is good enough on paper to finish top six, seven, eight in the Premier League. And they're struggling against a butcher, a baker and a candlestick maker. <laughs> oh, it's facts. I'm not, I'm not even, it's, it's facts. You're not wrong. Dave, Amy, am I wrong? <laughs> So, mate, absolutely I'm brilliant. It's going to be one of the I'm best quotes on a video. We, we struggle against a butcher, a baker, a candlestick maker. That's fantastic. That, that sums it up tonight, to be honest. Um, we've, we've only had one shot all night on target. We've had yet like 78% possession. But I just thought we were guilty of... That I thought we looked scared to make a mistake and scared to lose the game. And they were keep playing it so safe, we had no real penetration. And we made it, we seemed to make it really easy for Chorley to defend. And at the start of the, at the second half, at point, she just turned around and said, Chorley looked like the Premier League team. I said that to my dad. I said, Chorley did. In the second half, if, if Wolves had played like, the first half Wolves were better, but the second half they was awful. They'd have played like that the whole game. They'd have lost, 100%. They'd have lost. So, so To be fair to Vitinha, um, obviously it's his first goal for the club. He strikes one in, 30, 35 yards. Absolute screamer. Brilliant. And that should have set the tone for the night. But all of a sudden, we're 1-0 up. And it's like we're defending a lead. Defending a lead against a guy. Do you know why they took the number seven off, Amy? I'm going to ask you. Do you know why they took Chorley? Do you know why they took their number seven off today, tonight? No. Yeah. He had a night shift at 11 o'clock. And that is the reality. We're playing against part-time. You are, you are joking. Oh, yeah. I am joking, yeah. But, yeah. I thought you were just taught then. I didn't think, oh, did you was joking. I thought, bloody hell. But that's the thing. Am I joking? We don't know. That's the thing. They could have. 
Good that about is, That was the problem tonight. Come on, look. Fabio Silva, 35 million quid. It's all right saying he's 18. Oh, he's got a good touch. Oh, Nuno must have seen something in him. Are we going to be saying this in six months' time, 12 months' time, 18 months' time? He's one for the future. And you know, why should Catroni be interested when he knows he's not one, he's not given a chance? So he's got an opportunity now to score goals and be in this team, but why should he be interested? Listen, if he puts that shirt on and he's got that wolf on his chest, he should be interested. So I don't even buy into that. Should be oh, got, not going to be in next week. For me, Catroni was the most disappointed tonight because he's come back and for, from my perspective, he's been given a really good opportunity to come back to Wolves. Yeah. And he sh he showed nothing. Like I didn't even know he was on the pitch tonight, Catrona. Yeah. Really didn't know he was on the pitch. And for me, that's what's frustrating with him is he's come back and he's whatever happened last year happened last year. He's come back, being given a chance to you know score some goals, and he's he's just lackluster, absolute lackluster. You know, so if Silva or Catrona scores a worldie tonight or a hat trick, we're going to remember it. We're going to want him in the team. So now everybody, so Morgan Gibbs White now has done himself in. I know he's got coronavirus and I hope he gets well and all that, right? But now, Bettina scored that goal. Morgan Gibbs-White will not get a look in. The fans won't give him a chance. You know, and Fabio Silva and Catrone could have put themselves in that position tonight. We could have been going, do you know what? Silva scored too. Let's play. All right, it was against, the, you know, Chorley, Chorley. So, you know, but but now, we got, listen, we've got Chelsea in the week. I'm beginning to. I feel like I'm an Arsenal fan TV now. That is, that's what it's. But you know what, Jace? You know what, Jace? Knowing Wolves, like we said, this is typical Wolves, isn't it? Against Shorty, they'll probably go and yeah. beat Chelsea. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's that Wolves, is. isn't it? That's the Wolves that we support and have all these ridiculous moments together. Because <laughs> tonight, though, I really, if two or three nil, I just think, you know what? We, we, we've put a show on, we've scored a few goals, bit of confidence. We can't take any confidence from that at all. What's Nuno saying to them in the changing room? Well, it's well, like that, what that guy said. Are they knitting and, you know, just listening to the Smiths? Because they, they they look depressed uh, the second half. And like, like you say, at, at times we were literally lumping the ball away and it was coming back and back. And back, and we just didn't seem to be able to get the ball to stick in midfield. And every time we went up front, we lost possession and we we're on the back foot again. I think the defence on the whole did quite well. Bolly makes a difference being in there. I thought Kilman did all right as well. Yeah. But it's only really the back four. I don't think the wing backs did too well. We won we won the game. But Jason, if you were gonna Rate that in terms of performance out of ten, and you're going to give a man of the match. Who are you going to give it to? I'm going to give. I'm going to be. I'm going to be. Um, do you know what I've thought about this? And I'm going to give him one out of ten. Yeah. One. Yeah, I'm going to give him one out of ten, and I'm going to give my man of the match to the guy who's going to be delivering pizzas tonight, and that's their number eleven. Oh, he's got his night shift with Domino's. I ain't going to give a man of the match to a Wolves team tonight, a Wolves player tonight. I can't do it. And you know what, Dave and Amy, I am the most positive, positive, positive person. And I've happy clapped for a long time. And I love Nuno to bits. And that's never going to change. But tonight was a woeful performance. 
tonight we are playing a team we should be streets ahead of. And I don't believe in this magic of the cup. We Right, surely they're not going to be training tomorrow. They train twice a week. Our players are there every day. Our eighteen-year-olds are there every day and have been. For the what 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 do you think? What do you think is fundamentally wrong with the team right now? Honestly, I think there is a massive, massive lack of confidence because if you look at the ability of that team with the skill set we've got at our disposal, there is no way we should be playing like this. Yet there is a massive, massive lack of confidence. He made a triple substitution tonight. So we brought yeah. Traore, Neves and Neto on to make a difference. This ain't Chelsea. This is Chorley. I know. And I was saying at the time, he's bringing on three international players on in one go. And they did make a slight bit of difference, but not really yeah. a lot. Yeah, they, they made a slight bit of difference because we didn't concede. Because I tell you what, if the way it was going, it was going to be one all. Mm. <laughs> that was going to happen. You could see well, the pressure coming on. It we was sitting... from. It was, and Jason, if you were to sum everything up before we get on to, uh, we've got we've got Dave on next uh, from Talking Wolves. Um, before we get on to the next, <laughs> hour, on, I know, yeah. Um, and um, before we get, how are we going to sum that up? How would you like to sum it up? What would you like to see change for Chelsea, or if anything? Uh, I just I just think they need to be playing with a bit more confidence. I think they've got to put these games behind them now and they've got to just go into it like it's a whole brand new season because as long as they've got this this negativity and this mentality, which now us as supporters uh, and me, happy clapper, is getting, <laughs> I know for a fact they're going to be feeling the same. So in Nuno we trust, he's going to do a great job, blah de blah get the positivity and negativity back because tonight was dog shit. Yeah, I think that's it. And I've got one theory just before you go. Yeah. We started this bad run of form and look, when we beat Chelsea 2-1 with that fantastic Pedro, Pedro Neto going when I was yeah. bouncing yeah. off the sofa. And that was the start of it. So in my mind, I've got this idea that we're going to play Chelsea on Wednesday and we're going to beat them, and that's going to be the top and tail of this. Chelsea started it, Chelsea will end it, and then we'll hopefully go on. That's me trying to be eternally positive and optimist as usual. You've got to be there. Well, Dave, I hope you're right. I do hope you're right. And if I sounded negative tonight, on a serious note, I do apologise because that's not me. No, no, I think that the thing is, the one thing that I try to say to everyone that comes on is like, You've got to put your views over. That's what it's all about and being strong. As long as like they make logical sense and people don't come on and start swearing and, and all that sort of jazz, you've made your point. You've obviously got to, it's a strong point. It's a fair point. And I think it's a lot of people you've had on here agreeing with the points that you've made. It's I think it's frustration, isn't it? Because we should, like you say, be putting these teams to bed and we've struggled... We've won the game, but really, Charlie, Charlie have won the hearts and minds. I'll give you the reality, right? A very quick reality check for Wolves fans. Our, our academy teams, our under-18s and our under-19s are future Premier League players, we hope. If we'd have put our under-18s out tonight, they should have been beating Charlie 3 or 4-0. That is the absolute reality behind it. And it's no good saying, oh, yeah, but they're a tough team. They're this, they're that. They're used to this, they're used to that. No, none of it. And I'll tell you another thing that annoyed me, and I forgot about this. 
Bolly went in for a challenge with one of the Chorley lads and he hit him hard, right? The Chorley lad went down and he got up straight away. Then we've got Silva, gets a knock, rolling around. And do you know what? I'm not buying into this neither. And I, um, I think that is a really, really poor sign. And that is not Wolves. I think that pretty much sums it up, Jason. Let's hope we're having a, a happier night on Wednesday after the game. Yeah, I'll call in then. Thanks, Emerson. Are you on the night shift with the baby again tonight? Yeah, I'm on the night shift. That's why I'm still up drinking alcohol to get me through it. <laughs> He's out of bed. Thanks ever Thank so you. much for coming on, Jay. Thank you. Bye. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye. So next up uh, from uh, the Talking Walls uh, founder and host, my good friend <laughs> Dave has a party. Hello, Dave. Welcome on to the uh, the post match. Cheers, Dave. Uh, how's it Hi, going, Dave. guys? Right. Hello, you're you're right. like me after a game, incredibly yeah. busy uploading stuff yeah. and everything. Yeah, yeah, I've just got everything done now, so I can chill out for a bit now anyway. <laughs> chill out after that performance. Yeah. I mean, there was, there's two ways to look at it, and I've spoken to a lot of people about it this evening. Um, you can go into it like sort of Jason and, you know, a couple of the other people that you spoke to expecting Wolves to score four or five goals tonight, and it's not happened. Or you could go on the other side thinking, I just want to get a clean sheet and win and get through to the next round. Um, it's not very often under Nuno, I mean, there's the odd instance, but it's not very often that we go and smash teams by four or five goals. There's been a handful of games, but it, Wolves are not an attacking team. We are a defensive unit, or we've tried to be, maybe not this season with the goals we conceded. Um, but, you know, we've tried to be a defensive unit and we've seen that over the past number of years. Huddersfield, when they went down, we lost to them. Sunderland the year before we didn't beat them in the championship either so these teams that set set up and truly to be fair were so organized today and, and even you know you know made it hard for us look second half was disappointing I felt because we barely went into their half um but look, I can see it from both sides I was fairly disappointed I did think we'd score a few goals and we just didn't other than Virginia's goal, I can't remember us threatening their goalkeeper at all, um, no. which does ring alarm bells, really. But we're through to the next round. But I can see, you know, I've never seen Jason that angry before anyway. Well, Jason, <laughs> he, he's a positive chap. And yeah. um, he said to me uh, before he come on, he says, like, uh, you need to get me on whilst I'm still angry <laughs> type of thing. <laughs> I, mean, I didn't get the, you know, the passion, I think, kind of let Jason but I you know like you Dave I'm trying to be positive at the moment and I think there's a lot of negativity in the world so I'm trying to take the positives where I can with Wolves oh. and the fact that we won the game we've kept a clean sheet and we're through to the fifth round of the cup which isn't what we did last year so you well, know but yeah. I do I, un I completely understand the flip side um almost there's, as well there's a, there's a huge like for the probably I'd say last Three weeks, maybe since Christmas, there's been a huge divide anyway with the whole job security thing. It should it be Nuno in, should it be Nuno out? And especially last weekend against Albion, when you're going to lose, there's going to be a massive uproar about it. There's going to be a lot of meltdown. toxic, yeah, to and a big meltdown. And it was massive. There was a lot of like negative activity over the weekend, which I didn't really want to be a part of, to be honest. Um, and I've not really, I, I mean, I'm, I'm very much new knowing uh, because I just can't see anyone else being able to come in. I can't see anyone coming in at present and improving the situation whatsoever. Um, so, you know, I, 
we're through to the next round, but I can see it from from both sides. There's people um, that will be disappointed, but like you guys, I'm ever I'm I'm always positive. I remember, uh, you know, I thought Dean Saunders was going to keep us up that year. I thought Terry <laughs> Connor was going to do it till the last game of the season, and I think we'll go and beat Chelsea this week this week as well. I've always been the same. But it's just like it's typical Wolves, though, isn't it? And like, oh yeah, 100%. like this evening, I said to Dad, I said, why? Why are we experiencing this? Why are we, you know, seeing this? And it's just, a, it's just wolves. It is. It just seems to be what wolves do. You get Chorley, a non-league team. You're a Premier League team. Everyone's been on about 1986, but at the end of the day, wolves were in a very, very, very different position in 1986 than what they're in now. Yeah. And saying, oh, could it be a repeat of that? But it's a different situation. It's just wolves. Just play like they did tonight. It is exactly the game I thought it was going to be tonight. I thought maybe after that 10 minutes, then we'd have a gold rush. But I yeah. honestly thought it'd be defensive, backs up against the wall, because that's the way, surely, we're going to make Wolves play. Yeah. And because it's I a think, different type of football. I think the thing is, if Wolves were in sort of first gear for first minute to, to the last and we, we threw to the next round, if Wolves went fourth or fifth gear, right, we may have scored three or four goals we may have come out with players that were a bit jaded or possibly even injured. And I think fans would have been more frustrated with that anyway. It's not a few people that said before the game, actually, on Twitter and stuff like that, they didn't want to see the likes of Troy and Neto on the pitch for exactly that reason, yeah. picking up an injury. Well, but the thing is, if we did rotate, I think everyone wants to see us go on a cup run. So you have to play a strong team to have a safe bet of getting through. We yeah. could have played the under-23s tonight, but then that's such an easy excuse if we don't win. They're like, why, why have we played the under-23s? that's not fair on Chorley either, I don't yeah, think. Personally. Yeah, it's showing them a lack of respect, really. So the fact that we've been able to, to sort of play our strong team, yes, it wasn't a great performance, but it looks like we've come out of it with all of our first team members still OK, fit and ready to play against Chelsea again, really. So we didn't really have to break a sweat. But as fans, it's disappointing to watch. But there's very few games where it's exciting, edge-of-the-seat stuff at the moment. I think Nuno, from now... Like I know there was whispers of relegation when sort of Jason was on. I don't think that's ever going to be the case, but I think Nuno has to use this sort of formation, five at the back, to shore it up and just make sure that's that's not even going to be in a conversation again. And I think... from they've got that um, what's that? The striker looks like yeah, he's coming we'll as well. Well, yeah. we, we need that. I think. So I think that'll be a confidence boost in itself, personally. Kind of in the Giroud type of mould, isn't he, apparently? Mm, yeah. See that second goal he scored on um, last night? For yeah, yeah. yeah, it was a good goal, that right. was. Yeah, some serious power on that. Yeah, he, but he's very similar to Giroud. I think he's quite similar to him, isn't it? In a, in a, like, quite well-built. I think that's what we need today. Catrone and Silva, you could argue their service was, like, they had none, but their hold-up play was non-existent. Uh, at, at the moment, they've just got no pace or anything about them. Look, I'm a big Fabio Silva fanboy. I want to see him do well. And I wanted to do the same with Patrick Catroni, but today it just didn't work. And the, the thing is, were, were, was for them, Chorley sat really deep, whilst our midfield was sat just in front of our defence. So there's such a huge gap between our attack and midfield. There was just zero link of play whatsoever. Um, so, yeah, it was it was one of them evenings, but we're through to the next round anyway. So, uh, who would be your man of the match tonight, then, Dave? And um, what would you rate the performance? It's hard to pick a man of the match. To be fair, I don't think anyone in, in a wall shirt stood out too much. I felt, I felt Ruddy, you know, made some good saves, but 
it's crazy that we're even suggesting really to be man of the match. You know, the just fact feel that a bit off piece, really, that we're yeah. saying that we're the man of the match. But yeah. I, I mean, we've both said that that's who we'd give it to. So I think I can't remember other than Vitinha, but even his sort of in open play, I didn't think he was fantastic today, other than his he goal a strike. But he didn't. Yeah. Who was out. given man of the match um, on BT? Volley. Volley. Yeah. I, thought, I thought he was okay. He won a few duels, but I felt they they give him a good game as well. That the big lad they had up front, you know, caused us a few problems. So yeah, in terms of individual performance, it wasn't great. Um, I'd probably give it a three, three or four as well. Um, yeah, I think it wasn't a great performance, but it did kind of seem. Uh, well, you put it in the way that we were coasting, and I, I think that's probably one good way. We, I thought we were being incredibly careful. We yeah. wasn't in any major risks, um, which probably is what, what you're saying. We didn't like to want to get picked for an injury. Uh, we didn't want to. We seemed a little bit scared to make a mistake. Would you like as if they made a mistake in the goal? But because sometimes you get scared to make a mistake and you get all tense, you're more likely to make a mistake. And the longer it the game very on, reserved, reserved play tonight. It was very you know, say cautious and I think you've kind of hit it, Dave, saying that they did seem scared to go in for things that they may in yeah. other circumstances or other games go in for a bit more. Um yeah. so I get that. I do get that. And I do think there's probably something in that as well. And I think coming off the back of what happened last weekend as well, there was a lot of knowing that they really needed to win and probably thinking because they knew that was the only outcome that could possibly happen, otherwise it would be blooming riots down Waterloo Road right now, then they were probably were acting a bit more on the air of caution because of they knew that had to happen as well. Yeah. I think I think the best time to judge it though, especially with the new I'll say new system, but going back to the back five, the best time to judge it will be after the Chelsea game. I don't mean you can judge judge it at all on this one. Um the actual you know, for Chorley they they would be up for it. But for someone like Jao Martinho, who's you know a European championship winner to get, I know you should anyway have the motivation as a footballer, but to wake up and have the motivation to know you're playing a team sort of six tiers below you're playing at that sort of pitch as well. And I know for us, you know, it's just a, it's just a pitch, but it, it, it would make, I don't think it was a huge difference on the result today. Had a difference, I think. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. The bobbling on it, and you know, especially it's just, towards the end as well. Malls, there isn't as many open spaces like if you're at Molyneux playing on that, it's a bigger pitch. Then yeah. explore the the, uh, the paces. You know, like, I think Chorley had a game plan, and they executed it really, really well. Yeah, and you know, yeah. fair play, fair play to Chorley because for them to lose one nil to Wolves, it is a, after their cup run is a very, very good night at the office for them. So you know, and you've got to they came, they they well organised, they kept the shape where they could. So they did everything that they needed to. And it's just a shame that Wolves didn't have a bit more spark, really. I think that's everyone's frustration, but we won. Do you yeah. think Dave, um, that he's going to revert to that back three again going forward now, at least in the short term? I think he'll go with the, the back three and the wingers, so like a 5-2-3 almost, I think, on Wednesday. I think I don't think that signing will be done uh, in time for that game. He might be on the bench, I don't know, but I think Fabio Silva will probably start up front in that game. Um, but I think you've got to play like Neto and Adama. I mean, we only saw little bits of them today, but both times when they got the ball, they d drove us up the pitch 20, 30 yards every time. So, you know, that made a big difference. Whereas we just didn't have that. Maybe if he started with that formation with the wide players or gave one of the younger lads like Corbiano a chance, 
You know, I think we, we could have scored a couple more goals, but the the strikers didn't have anything to do. I think me and you could have played up front today, Dave. You know, we, we would oh, have we done have, as good. We do have form of playing in yeah. a team. I mean, Dave's a good footballer, you know. He's he's a good footballer. I'm not Give me playing up front. Now uh, be a turn-up for the books. Yeah. <laughs> Dave told me he was a good footballer. I, know, I don't think anyone believed him. And then he flicked up an effort and tried and volleyed it at goal at Molyneux before. I remember that one. The keeper saved it. Yeah, yeah. It's a good effort. Yeah. <laughs> That was my big moment, nearly scoring in front of the South Bank. But, uh, <laughs> we, did, we played in the same team and we won 6 0. Amy. Yeah. Me and Dave were sat, we were subs. On the bench, were we? We yeah, started, started on the bench, super subs came on, made the difference. And well, it was nil, was it nil nil when we came on? I think so. Well, there was only one goal, I think. We won yeah. 6 0. Yeah. Good times that was. Yeah. yeah. That was that was that was actually playing in a there's probably more people watching that game than there, than there was today, yeah. Yeah, how <laughs> times have changed. I know. I know. Oh, good times, mate. Well, Dave, thanks for um for coming on tonight. No, it's been I know my pleasure. It's a late one and um and everything. So I appreciate that. And no, uh, hope, uh, we do have an upturn. I think when the upturn in form and we get the players back, I think we're missing Pedence a lot yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. New signing when he gets back, I reckon. Do you think he's back in light training? I think so. Hopefully, he might be back in the next couple of weeks. But I don't, I don't even know quite what's what's wrong with him. I think I think he's had a couple of. Muscle, it, I think it was a muscular um, injury, wasn't it? After was it? I can't remember after which game it was, but I think it was muscular, which is always a bit harder to heal. Yeah, I think that's been our issue all, all this season. We've never really had it this bad with injuries, have we? And the amount of players that we've had out, you know, we and, and such, such small margins in a lot of the games, especially around Christmas, you know, conceding late goals, uh, the game against Villa, games against Brighton, Manchester United, you know, a bit of luck in our favour and we wouldn't even be having this yeah. conversation about... It is true. It is true. You mentioned that. It's like these five margins in about three or four games, but that's football, isn't it, for you? Yeah, yeah, we could yeah. be talking in a few games times where, like you say, um, Dave, that they go in our favour and everything's a bit more rosy again. So, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Got, you know, hopefully it, things will turn. Things have got to turn. So. Nuno wants to win the Cup. I really do think... He wants to win the FA Cup. And I think we need four more wins in the Premier League out of 19, which <laughs> you know it sounds daft, but that's all, it's achievable, isn't it? Yeah. That's all we need. And um we'll, we'll hopefully we've got Palace coming up soon. And we know we normally always beat Palace, mm. don't we? We usually yeah. do quite well against Palace, and they've beaten them twice already this season. So hopefully they can make it three. All right, mate. Well, thanks for joining us, uh, mate. Appreciate it. My and, pleasure. Uh, Keep up the good work. Yeah, and you we'll too, mate. Yeah, yeah, have a good weekend, guys. See you later. Yeah, see you later, Dave. Thank see you. you. Bye-bye. So there's uh, Dave uh, giving his thoughts. Good to have him on the channel. Um, and obviously, uh, we're really thankful for everyone that's uh, that's joined uh, again tonight. And we've had some good guests there, some really good contributions, um, entertaining uh, to watch as well. Jason, I love the fact that he uh, he said it how he felt, which was great. Very constructive. Um, lots of positives. Uh, Dave, obviously, they're giving quite a reasoned view. A bit like me in terms of Andrew. Frustrated, but still keeping the faith. How would you like to sum it up to finish the show off tonight, Amy? Has she gone quiet? Am I back? Yeah. I'm back. Don't know what happened then. 
All right. Because you've on my screen, you look like you're frozen. It went like the death circle of death on my screen. So I think you want I'm... to jump back. Oh, now you're back. Then you're moving again. Okay, I'm back. Um, what was I saying? How would I something? I think ultimately the main positive of that game is they won and they kept a clean sheet. So we need to just take that into the Chelsea game. Have you know they're back in playing in the Premier League. They're not playing. You know, Chorley, no disrespect to Chorley, because I thought they came out and they was great tonight. But they just need to take the positives and just take that into the Chelsea game and be really positive, back to basics, and just hopefully we can turn this win around. But I think, you know, frustrating tonight, because I think we all wanted and expected a bit of a gold rush, but Wolves don't score that many goals. So what did we expect, really? <laughs> And I think this new striker coming in, because uh, obviously at one point it looked as if Wolves wasn't going to be going into the uh, transfer market and we were just going to be stuck. And I think they've looked at it and they've realised that we absolutely have to get this guy. It looks like he's coming in. Um, you know, he's uh, Brazilian, 29. You know, he's of a good age, sort of similar age to, to Raul, similar built, six foot two, Amy. Um, scored 40 goals in the last three seasons, scored two goals in week one, an absolutely superb shot from outside the box. The other one, a sliding into the uh, the six-yard box to turn it home, a man-of-the-match performance in their cup uh, competition. Uh, and it was, I think it's going to be with an option to buy for £17 million. How do you feel about that? Do you think they're making the right decision in bringing him in? 100% right decision. I think after we said this last week, for me, I was not about rash purchases in the January transfer window, but after last weekend, considering the amount of attempts that they had and the lack of goals against the Albion and just the overall performance, I think the strike will just be, I can see chaotic rages, as you say. I just said that it will be a lift and I think it will be a lift for the fans to show that the board are behind Nuno, are behind the club. And I, I do think it'll be what we need um, going forward. So I'm not sure whether they have to, because he's coming from Spain, I think he might have to quarantine for a bit. So I'm not sure whether when we'll actually see him or when he's arrived. But, um, you know. I, I don't know. I'm not sure how that works because it's football and it's, and it's a, this bubble thing. And um, I think the main thing is um, is getting, because obviously getting the paperwork through and the medical uh, from what the reports that that have come out, that it could, it might even go through this weekend. They're hoping, um, from what we've been reading in the, on, you know, reading up on, that they're wanting to be available for Chelsea stroke Palace. I think, like Dave said uh, when he came on, he might be in place before Chelsea because a couple of people have been asking on there. But I'm not sure. What, I don't think he'd start. I think he might be on the bench and and come on, and then he might hopefully be starting for the Palace game. Mm -hmm. I mean, that that would be good. I just heard that they had to quarantine, so I'm not sure with the state of the world. But hopefully he can come in. Maybe someone can tell us, do they have to quarantine when they come in? I don't, um, I don't know. It's just the international travel corridors have changed, haven't they? So it was, it's an interesting one because this is obviously a very different circumstance and the transfer market's never had this before. So... If anyone has any information on that, then let us know. But it'd be good to have someone, someone in Palace is next weekend, isn't it? It's next. It's um, um, got it here. 
don't think they have to qualify. So Dave's just um, mentioning that. So it doesn't look like they have to qualify. I don't know. They, they get a special allowance. So that sort of answers that. I thought that was the case, uh, to be honest. And um, good to have Bolly back, though, and, and happy to have her back three. Very, very. It was nice to see Bolly, and I think Cody looked a lot more Cody-like tonight, which was good, especially after the album game, because he had a bit of a shocker at, against the album, didn't he, Cody? So, And I thought Kilman, I'm, I'm a big fan of Kilman. I think whenever he plays, oh, he always puts in, oh, yeah. puts in a really good performance, really solid. Um, and I think he was quite respectful of the Chorley players as well. I felt that came across with Kilman tonight because, you know, he's been at kind of that level of most recently out of them all as well. So that was nice. I liked seeing those three at the back three. So for me, that was a positive. I just think for me, it was it was frustrating with Catroni and Silver up front because, you know, I didn't, I couldn't have told you that Catroni was on the pitch really. But um, the wingers and the service that they had in, there was, there was nothing. And Eight Nori for me just lost the ball far too much. Um, but yeah. that's stuff that they need to work on. But the outcome of the game is a positive one. So we have to take that forward, don't we? Yeah, we do. And just quickly, just looking ahead now to the Chelsea game. And we will be back um, after the Chelsea match. Um, I'm not sure what's on the kickoff. Is it what is it called? Quarter past six kickoff. Oh, quarter past six. So we'll yeah, we'll give us a bit more time to uh, settle down. So we'll probably have a couple of hours gap, so we can all just have something to eat before we come back for the uh, for the post match show. That's quite nice. It's a little bit early. It means we ain't got to rush to get on so quickly. Um, Amy, how are you feeling about that one? Have you, there's a few people asking for a score prediction. Do you want to give one? No. That's Amy all over. She never likes giving a score prediction. Um, <laughs> I just hope I just hope that we go in all my all my hope for Chelsea is we go in we get over this negativity and this lack of confidence and just want them to go in and just play the Wolves like we know and love and playing and just show the desire and everything again and I think if we can see that you know if we can get a draw I think a draw against Chelsea away um all be good and they're right. not in the best best form either so um it'll be an interesting one be, I think Frank's under quite a lot of pressure at Chelsea at the moment so it'll be a really interesting one to see how it pans yeah. out but if we can go in and just play how they play you know three at the back that consistent defense consistent defense line that we all know and love then fingers crossed it will be a bit more positive I think the same. I think I think it's going to be the three at the back. Um, I think a bigger pitch. Um, they'll go into the Chelsea game, obviously, as underdogs, whereas they were obviously massive favourites tonight. Um, hopefully, they'll be able to have that more space, play with a bit more positivity, get on the front foot. The thing that's concerned me is the first 10 minutes of every half, we do seem to be asleep. Yeah. So we need to be at it from the off. The good news is we've got tomorrow, they'll probably have a day off or a bit of wind down. And then we've got Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. So we have got a little bit of a gap from to recover from this and then hopefully go again at Chelsea and let's, yeah. let's we play well, we get a result, a draw 
or maybe another last-minute Neto winner. That would be nice. But I think, you know, we've got to take it tonight that everyone seems to be still intact, which was, it It could have gone, you know, it could have gone the other way, couldn't it, without some of the players not being intact after tonight. So everyone's looks like they're fit and healthy, which is good to go in and hopefully it can be just the the turn, like you say, Dave, from the last win. Hopefully we can get the the next win <laughs> against well, Chelsea. Be fantastic. Yeah, it's been a bit like that. Where's the next win coming from in the uh, in the uh, in the Premier League? But hopefully, we'll have a good performance on um, on Wednesday night against Chelsea. Thanks to everyone for joining us uh, on extra time, a late one um, tonight. But we've got through. It's Wolves uh, who have got through to the fifth round, where we'll be playing um, Arsenal with Southampton, which is. Um... Tomorrow, first first game tomorrow, quarter past twelve kick off, I believe. So yes, um, it could be Southampton. Whoever we play, whether it's Southampton or Arsenal, it's going to be a tough game. Arsenal, obviously, the holders. Who would but, you prefer, Dave? <clears throat> you know what? I don't know. I don't mind. I think I think Southampton are having a great season. I think they'll be well up for it against Arsenal, but I think we can beat either of those sides on a one-off game at Molyneux. And we're into the last 16. And if we did uh, become victorious over that, we're into the quarters and you never know where you can go. You, you know, we've we've ground out a result against Chorley tonight. We got through. That's the main thing. We've got a home tie in the next round, which will be a much more open game, which will probably suit us because both Arsenal and Southampton do play uh, offensive football. And we can beat either of them on our day. So yeah. and then you're into the quarterfinals and it's just where, who you draw after that, isn't it? But I don't know, who would you prefer? Southampton, I would prefer because um, two reasons. Arsenal are always very good in the FA Cup, so I'd like to not play them. And they obviously lost against Arsenal in the semi-final um, at Villa ground when I was I little. God, I yeah. didn't go, I was too little. I was but there. I, I was remember there. my sister and dad going... I was on holiday. Um, I came back off holiday to, to, for the day for the match, and then went back on holiday again. And then I remember us playing in Southampton in the was it two thousand and two when we beat Newcastle and went on that cup run in yeah. the fifth round. Uh, oh no, quarter final. It was a quarter final, and they lost against Southampton. So it'd be quite nice to um to beat them in the cup. Yeah, so I'd quite like Southampton, but again. You know, I think Wolves are capable on the day of beating either either team, and they're both having quite good seasons now. So hopefully, they we are. can go on a bit of a turn now and have a bit have a good run and play against one of them and win. There's an interesting thing to finish. The last time we played Chorley, we had a brand new striker that was just signed, uh, and then Wolves' fortunes took an upturn. And this time, we haven't quite got the striker signed. But we have this new striker, so you know, maybe a bit of history repeating. Well, dad, my dad did say like, he did want to play Chorley again so that we could rewrite, you know, the wrongdoings of 86. And we've done that tonight. Performance wasn't great, but we've won. So let's hope it is the turnaround that we all want. Fantastic. We'll end on that uh, positive note. Thanks again uh, for co hosting the show again tonight, Amy. And no worries. Thank you. And absolutely brilliant again. And um, also thanks to all you guys that have uh, joined on the chat and to watch. 
and also to our guests tonight that have come on and made some fa- we've had some fantastic guests tonight it's been really entertaining uh, much appreciated and if you do want to get on to the show for the Chelsea game all you have to do is move over to the Always Walls Facebook page like the page send us a message off that and we'll get you on the show on Wednesday night with me and Amy hopefully with a smile on our face and a happy performance and at least one point in the bag. Well, we've got the we've got the win tonight. We just need the performance to match now. If we can get two out of two next game, then great. <laughs> a clean, another clean sheet, and a goal. Yeah, one, one nil to the Wanderers. That'll do nicely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fantastic. Everyone's saying thank you um, and everything. So thank you very much for watching, and we'll see you all on the next one. So from myself, Dave, and from Amy. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining. Always Wolves. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates are already booked in for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is, that's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.